Hey, it's Matt Russell from On The Menu Live, and On The Menu Live is on the street again, and today our travels take us all the way across the country. Yes, fellow foodies, we are in the heart of the Catskill Mountains in Tannersville, New York, and just our luck, we're walking through this quaint little town of Tannersville that we have heard so much about, and uh, and it's like uh, right out of nowhere, the heavens just dropped down right before us. We saw the Hudson Chatham Winery tasting room, and we had to come in, and the first thing we saw is the fact that they uh, pay homage to the local spirits and anyone that is listening to me run my mouth for all these years knows how much I love local craft spirits and we are here with the spirits sophisticate in Tannersville he is the author of Big Whiskey and his name is Carla DeVito Carla what's going on man Thank you very much for having me on there, sir. I'm so excited to be here. Of course, when I saw your portfolio of local spirits, I just sort of slowly took a step towards each bottle, and you very intentionally guided me through everything that you had available. Talk with our listeners a little bit about what we had uh, together, you and I, uh, when we tasted through your spirits. I think we started with the John Henry Single Malt. So, uh, we started with the John Henry Single Malt, uh, and that is distilled by Derek Grout over at Harvest Spirits. Very much like a Highlands fine... Uh, uh, single malt whiskey, really elegant. Lots of notes of cognac, uh, stone fruits, and um, orange rind. Really, really pretty. Bits of honey. Really pretty uh, whiskey. Yeah, one of the things when I when I go and travel the country and try these craft distillers, it really does make a difference when these local distilleries are using local grains, local products. You really can, I mean, to match these against these big multinational you know, uh, producers, uh, it's like apples and oranges, right? Absolutely. And the other thing is, too, you see a lot of of influence of the actual distiller and that's really what it's really all about because you could see the same guys working with the same materials and they put out completely different uh, uh, products and it's really fabulous to taste. Well we had our tasting get started in the right way again the John Henry single malt a great way a loving way Carlo DeVito for you to begin our relationship together but then we ultimately found our way doing a little bit of rye what's this Taconic rye all about? Taconic rye is based out of uh, Millbrook New York uh, Mr. McLaughlin is the uh, owner distiller, and they make two really lovely products that I like. They they specialize in rye and bourbon, and their uh, ryes have been really lovely. They have that real ginger snap kind of feel to them, and they've got a nice smoothness about them. Uh, he makes two or three different kinds of rye. He's done an excellent job of bringing that distillery along. Yeah, we're going to get to the other spirits that we tasted in just a minute, but I did mention that you are the author of the world class, best-selling book, Big Whiskey, uh, and one of the uh, the words in the subtitle of the book is the rebirth of rye. Where has rye been, and how have we found ourselves all of a sudden getting reintroduced to this grain? Rye has been with us since the original uh, colonies. Uh, that's what the Whiskey Belt Rebellion really uh, emanated from, rye and corn, and we... Um, uh, rye used to be one of the most popular spirits in the country. Definitely took a nosedive. Uh, then in the uh, early 90s, Tuttletown was the first to reintroduce a craft rye. And uh, the, uh, they did a fantastic job with it. And interest continued to peak and peak and peak to the point now where rye has made a massive comeback. And, of course, there's two kinds of rye. There's a Pennsylvania or a rye, which is a high rye rye with a mash bill that has lots of rye. Uh, or you have a more of a Baltimore style or Maryland style, which has uh, a little bit more of uh, other grain to it. Uh, high rye is usually around 75% rye or in that area, whereas with a um, Maryland rye, you're really talking 50 
50, 55% in that general area. So uh, anyway, that's uh, rise made a huge, huge comeback. Uh, even the distillers down in Kentucky and Tennessee are absolutely astounded <laughs> yeah. by the amount of rye that has suddenly been in demand over the last 10 years. Yeah, you, would, you might say there's been a, a rye renaissance. Absolutely. No question about it. <laughs> so uh, in our tasting, we went right from the rye. I love that kind of spice that that grain brings to the party. But then we moved on to the bourbon side of the ledger. And you got us started off with something called Black Dirt Bourbon. What is up, man? Uh, Warwick Valley uh, Winery also started a distillery. And their brand, Black Dirt, has been phenomenal. Uh, Jeremy and Jason, who are the uh, guys who run that place, have done a phenomenal job. Uh, Black Dirt, certainly one of the bigger producers of uh, spirits in the Hudson Valley. And their bourbon is second to none. It's got a nice smoothness to it. Um, and uh, they are from the Black Dirt region uh, of the Hudson Valley, which is down by Warwick, southern part of the valley, where the dirt actually is or appears black. Uh, great corn-growing uh, area, and they use a lot of local grains to make this product. Really a fabulous whiskey. Yeah, I tell you what, one of the best uh, craft local craft bourbons I've had, and I've tasted across the, uh, the hemisphere. Uh, so this is really some amazing yeah, stuff. And it's a three-year-old whiskey, so it's really got some smoothness to it. It's, it's really nice to see some aged spirits coming out of the valley, usually in the hotbed of uh, a craft distilling, distilling, you see a lot of uh, small producers trying to push product out because they have to pay bills. But here you've got a nice three-year-old exactly, whiskey. It's yeah. aged and it stands up. Now we're taking uh, a little to a tour through your bourbons. Uh, we went from the black dirt bourbon. Uh, going back to our friends at Taconica, we tried the rye a little bit earlier, but they're doing a bourbon as well. Uh, their bourbon is fantastic. Uh, we here at the winery, we sell a lot of their bourbon as well. The Hudson Valley has a number of really good bourbons that uh, we've been, we try to bring out to, to our folks. There are about eight or nine bourbons being made in the valley. People don't think of it as a bourbon region, but I, I dare you to come and try them. They're fantastic. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Mr. McLaughlin does a great job uh, with this uh, bourbon. He's got like three or four bourbons, all of which are really fantastic. He does a tad more of a rye than then um, uh, if you want to look for a real uh, difference maker between he and the black dirt, uh, he's got a little bit more rye in his mash. Beautiful. And then we had to, you know, the party has to end sometime. Uh, but we were uh, fascinated by the fact, even though we have been uh, staying on the grain train, as it were, we finished out the tasting with a grappa reserve. Now, uh, just, you know, do what, listen, do yourself a favor. Uh, forget everything you know about grappa, fellow foodies. Whenever you hear the word grappa, you know, sometimes it gets this, there's a stick associated with grappa because back in the old day distillers of grappa really didn't know how to distill grappa but now there's been this new kind of approach to the distilling of grappa of course uh, uh, i guess it's in the brandy class this was extraordinary carlo Thank you. Uh, this is uh, built on a mash uh, of our skin grapes uh, from Baco Noir and Save All Blanc. And what we uh, did was it was done by uh, Derek uh, uh, Grout over at uh, Harvest Spirits. And he made a lovely uh, straight-up grappa. And, uh, but I have, I'd fallen in love with the reserves. So that's about six to nine months in French oak. 
and it makes a huge difference. It leaps from rocket fuel uh, to uh, somewhere between a brandy and a cognac. And it really is, uh, for whiskey lovers, it's a huge hit. We have a whole bunch of guys who are like, no, 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 I don't like uh, Grop. And I'm like, you haven't tried this Grappa, and it sounds like crazy. And, for you us. know, and, and I'm a cigar smoker, and I'm thinking, you know, all oh. of these great whiskeys work beautifully with a cigar. This Grappa, I think, is a natural pairing. Well, we're it's funny you should mention that because next month we're going to have uh, later in the month at our uh, winery in Ghent, New York, uh, where our main winery and vineyard are. Uh, we are having a. Uh, uh, port, sherry, and grappa uh, tasting with a cigar event. Of course you are. <laughs> and I will be back in the middle of the Sonoran Desert where I live, but I'll be thinking about you. I mentioned the book, Big Whiskey. I mean, there's a lot of uh, books uh, on, the, on the whiskey story, uh, you know, these days. What do you want to accomplish with this book? What story are you telling to the marketplace with this book, Big Whiskey? Oh, it's, it's amazing. You know, we went down to, I uh, spent almost uh, two months total in uh, Tennessee and Kentucky. The rebirth of distilling has hit there like nowhere else. Right. Um, uh, the small of the big 10 uh, whiskey distillers, the smallest um, renovation was $50 million, somewhere as big oh, as $100 oh, oh, million. Oh dollars. Uh, and then on the other side of it, Tennessee had shrunk to three distilleries um, uh, up until the late 90s. You only had Dickel, uh, right. a, a, a small company called Jack Daniels, <laughs> and uh, Pritchard's, which makes right. fantab- I've, uh, fantastic. I actually, I've interviewed Phil Pritchard on Phil this Pritchard show. Phil Pritchard makes some great Absolutely. stuff. Um, and now, from those three, you have somewhere in the surplus of 40 uh, new distilleries happening. And I can tell you that for sure, in the next few years, you're going to see the rebirth of Tennessee whiskey mm. as a complete subcategory uh, of the whiskey section. There's so much good new stuff coming out of there. There's all these great new uh, distilleries coming out of, uh, of Kentucky as well. You're seeing a lot of families who are doing their uh, the, the moonshine. I, you could write a whole separate book on the moonshine. There sure. was, it was an education. People kept going, no, here, try our moonshine. <laughs> try our white whiskey. I'm like, get the hell out of here. And instead, it was fabulous. And it was a complete uh, uh, education. And so what's gone on down there from five, ten years ago to now is, you know, instead of going west, young man, go to Kentucky and Tennessee. <laughs> That's right. Where can people find the book, Carlo? Oh, you can find it at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, and all your independent bookstores. Okay, again, the book is Big Whiskey by Carla DeVito. Before we leave, you know, of course, we are at the Hudson Chatham Winery. We haven't talked wine uh, at all on the, in this interview. What's making news at the Hudson Chatham Winery these days? Oh, uh, well, we have our, our Baco Noirs have been featured in uh, all over the place. The wine enthusiast, the wine spectator, the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, um, uh, edible magazines. Uh, we've been in a number of different publications. We've been on the Food Network, uh, NPR, so we've Jeez. been all over. But Baco Noir and Chalwa are our two big reds. They are we specialize in older hybrid grapes uh, that we've kind of brought back. Our winemaker Steve Castle and our general manager Brian uh, Van Dusen have done a great job uh, in the winemaking section, making it all happen. And my job is just to be the big mouth at the front of the column. <laughs> well, you and I uh, are getting.
getting along very well. Two big mouths coming to you live from Tannersville, New York, again in the heart of the Catskills. We're talking to you from the Hudson Chatham Winery, this beautiful tasting room in the in this quaint town uh, of Tannersville. We're talking to Carla DeVito. Check out his book, Big Whiskey. Uh, it, wherever you find books, you're going to find this one. It's kind of a roadmap to all the wonderful things that are happening on the whiskey scene. Uh, get yourself a copy of this. It, it's a must for you. And also, if you happen to find yourselves in the Catskills, in Tannersville, in this part of New York, look for Hudson Chatham Winery by name. And of course, all of these wonderful whiskeys that Carla talked to us about. I, I feel like I have made a new best friend. I'm so excited to meet you. And uh, let's go have some whiskey together, brother. You got it. Let's go. We'll see you soon. Thanks.